0: This episode of Naval Gazing is sponsored by valleygivesback.org. Adding a Valley charity to your estate plan creates a lasting legacy that tells future generations what causes matter to you. Your action will inspire others to follow your lead and make a difference. With a planned gift, you have the power to impact the Valley community forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Learn more at valleygivesback.org, an initiative of the Valley Community Foundation. Plan now, give later, and impact tomorrow at valleygivesback.org. For hundreds of years, we've brought you the news. Discourse, just about dead. We'll ride the dinosaur. Hi, everybody. Yeah, Welcome to Navel Gazing, the, the Valley Indies weekly podcast. My name is Eugene Driscoll. I'm a reporter with valleyindy.org. Today, we're talking grants. There's free money available out there, people. If you have an idea or a program or a cause that's worth supporting, that you've thought about it, you have a mission statement, and you have it, a clear idea of what you want to do, There's ways to apply for grant money from local organizations. Primarily, we're talking about the Valley Community Foundation. And in this podcast, Valerie Knight Daganji of the Valley Community Foundation is going to talk to us about two grant programs. The deadlines for both are rapidly approaching. Then in the second half of this podcast, we have on Paul Velarde. He's the chairman of the Ansonia Recreation Commission, and he talks to us about the 2018 Ansonia Recreation Grant Program. They have a limited pool of money. They're going to be giving out a few $500 grants for ideas, essentially. Uh, they want the public, Ansonia residents, to send ideas, a well-thought-out program. you gotta, you got to put some, some time into what you want to do. Uh, mail it to the city's recreation director, and then the commission's going to go over, and they're going to fund some ideas. So learn more by listening to Paul Velarde in the second part of this podcast. Hey, Val, welcome to the program.
1: Thanks so much for having me talk to you today, Eugene.
0: No problem at all. So it is grant season in the Naugatuck yes, Valley. Yes, it
1: is. So tell me, it is indeed.
0: what does that mean?
1: So, right now, we are um, preparing to receive applications for our community grants program, which the deadline is March 9th at noon. That is for organizations that are working with. Um, projects such as neighborhood beautification, or doing some really neat work in the Valley with two, ta- two full-time equivalent folks or less, right? So it's, it's people that are doing a lot of volunteer work, a lot of things to make great things happen here in the Valley.
0: And what are some examples of programs that have benefited from that particular grant uh, program in the past?
1: So we've had folks from neighborhood block organizations, block watches. We've had folks that are doing cleanups or or working on community garden projects. We've had some awareness about the the farmers markets in the valleys. So we've we've done a wide variety of things. People working with youth uh, all over the place. Seniors. It's been really an opportunity for people to infuse. Uh, up to $2,500 per grant into the work that they're doing.
0: And if I'm a, an individual or a group that has an idea that I want to try to get a grant for, uh, where do I start? How does that process work? I mean, you don't have to go step by step because obviously there's that you can go to a website, but give us a general uh, overview of the application process. How involved is it?
1: So for the community grants, it is, It is a relatively easy online application. As you said, there is a whole section on our website on how an idea becomes a grant. But what I can tell you is that I am the Grants Gal, as you know, from all of your years of interviewing me. And I would be more than happy... Uh, to have people run ideas by me here at VCF. If you have something that that you're thinking, hey, this might be an interesting project, would would the foundation consider it? That's what I'm here for. So you know, definitely pop me an email or give me a phone call and and see how that might work.
0: Just state your phone number real quick for anybody listening, if you would.
1: Sure, it's uh, 203-751-9162.
0: And uh, for uh, organization to receive one of these uh, smaller grants, do you have to be a, a, a nonprofit or what are some of the how does that work?
1: No, so, so fortunately for the community grant specifically, you do not have to be a nonprofit. All you need to do is to have a checking account. Um, for our other grants, the needs and opportunities, which are our year round um, process that has no deadline, you do have to either be a 501c3 or have a fiscal agent who's the 501c3. And for our responsive grant process, which is the huge process that we participate in jointly with the Community Foundation for Greater New Haven that you definitely need, again, to be a 501c3 or to have the fiscal agent. That deadline is nearing as well. March 29th is the deadline for that application. It is more intensive. There is more that goes into that. And um, I would suggest, again, if there is something that you're interested in, in learning about for the responsive grant process, definitely run something by me and I'd be more than happy to to give you some comments back.
0: And the responsive grant process, organizations that have benefited from that in the past, and it's sort of a testament as to what the VCF does Uh, All the time. And we're talking, uh, you know, center stage in Shelton has benefited from that. Uh, BH Care, all types of organizations, everybody that's doing something good in the valley, or some type of charitable work or nonprofit work has probably been touched by the VCF uh, through one of those grants.
1: Including you all in, in the work that you do at the Valley Indy. We're very proud to, su- to have supported the work that you all are doing and you're absolutely right, Eugene. What uh, that responsive grant process is, is to allow us to be able to reach those organizations all throughout the Valley that are doing tremendous work and having impact in a variety of different areas. We don't, we don't say, um, you know, which particular interest area is more important than another, but we really view each of the applications that comes in the door um, with the idea of what kind of impact and and what what the community can be better off for if the, the organization is uh, doing the project that they proposed.
0: And just as someone uh, whose organization has benefited from the VCF grant process, from my perspective, uh, it really, you know, when you're applying for these grants, you, it really makes you focus and think about what your mission is and what you're trying to accomplish, because it's a it is a fairly intensive uh, process. One, that you have to then go back, about a year later, and write a report, uh, you know, stating whether you met the goals that you essentially got the money for. So it's a whole different way. A lot of times, people ask us; they just think I'm like a lawyer during the day or something like that, or a brain surgeon, <laughs> and I'm just doing this for the, for the me and Ethan, or just like we have nothing else to do. But because uh, they don't, they, people don't understand how we're funded. Because a lot of our our funding comes from. Uh, from organizations like the VCF, but I'm blabbing a little bit. Getting back to the community grants for for one second, is there like is there an after project uh, review that goes on to check out uh, what was what worked or what maybe didn't work after you award those smaller yeah. grants?
1: So what happens is yes, there is there is a report that needs to get filled out, just the same as there is for the responsive grants. We we and, and needs and opportunities. Every grant that goes out the door as far as the, the needs and opportunities community and responsive has that reporting piece back so that we can we can work with each organization, see what worked, see what maybe needs a little bit tweaking, you know, in the future, and then um, you know, we, we evaluate Um, how how it fits in with the mission that we have here at at the foundation in order to to continue to to grow philanthropy and to to make that impact on the Valley. So uh, absolutely, it is a very important piece of of, um, the whole grants process, and we we have uh, committed over the years to be able to look at, for instance, in the responsive grants process in three different categories for project support, for capacity building, and for general operating support. And depending on where you are as an organization, kind of drives which application you submit back to the foundation.
0: Yeah, the VCF, the VCF is really co- sort of the spine of a lot of uh, of nonprofits. Like you literally support them and help them grow or, or how to run more efficiently. It's a, it's a pretty cool uh, thing to be connected with. So my last question, if you could just give us the, the deadlines that are coming up and then sure. uh, your, your website, which I'll probably put in the intro anyway, but if you just give us those last three pieces of information, we shall call it a day.
1: I'd be more than happy to. So March 9th at noon is the deadline for community grants. March 29th at 5 o'clock is the deadline for responsive grants. Our needs and opportunities grants, Um, have an ongoing application, so there is no deadline for those. And the one piece of of advice I can give and the one bit of words of wisdom, I can echo my mentor at the Community Foundation for Greater New Haven, Sarah Fabish, who always says that no is not no forever. So you may have an idea that might not necessarily be funded right at this moment, but give it some time and we really work with you to, to help you to be successful in the future. So no is not no forever.
0: All right. And what's the VCF website?
1: www.valleyfoundation.org.
0: All right, Val, once again, thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes uh, to talk about this process. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Eugene, and I wish everybody out there the best success in their applications to the foundation. Thank you.
0: Hi, this is Eugene Driscoll, most likely interrupting myself to bring you a message from our sponsor, ValleyGivesBack.org. Adding a Valley charity to your estate plan creates a lasting legacy that tells future generations what causes mattered to you. Your action will inspire others to follow your lead and make a difference. With a planned gift, you have the power to impact the Valley community forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Learn more at valleygivesback.org, an initiative of the Valley Community Foundation. Plan now, give later, impact tomorrow at valleygivesback.org. We're here talking to, or actually on the phone is more accurate, talking to Paul Villardi, the chairman of the Ansonia Recreation Commission. Mr. Villardi, I just want to thank you for appearing on Naval Gazing the Valley Indie podcast.
2: Thank you so much, Eugene.
0: So, we're talking about the 2018 Ansonia Recreation Grant Program. And Paul, a couple of days ago, or maybe a week or two ago, I don't know, my family's been so wrecked by flu, I've lost track of time. But it it sounds like this really different uh, idea. And I just wanted to talk to you about it. I mean, basically, the recreation uh, commission working with the recreation department in Ansonia is looking to fund ideas. They have uh, some grant money available, it sounds like, and the uh, $500 uh, limited amount of grants, and they're looking for the public to submit ideas. Now, Paul, is that basically what's happening? It's fascinating to me because you're really shaking the tree here. Uh, is that an accurate summary of what you're up to?
2: Yeah, it, it sure is, Eugene, and thank you again. So Uh, The Ansonia Recreation Department uh, supports uh, indirectly a number of youth sports programs, uh, football, baseball, cheer, soccer, basketball, and uh, the Recreation Commission, in cooperation with the Recreation Director in Ansonia, had been trying to uh, uh, find new opportunities to bring new recreation programs and activities to uh, the, the rest of the Ansonia population, if you will. Uh, and, and we had come up with a number of ideas, but uh, since a recreation department is a staff of one, uh, we're very limited on resources. Mm. And so we thought that a good idea here would be to uh, engage the community and see if there weren't individuals and or organizations that could, uh, that could help you know, create some new ideas, new, new programs, and help operate and run them for us.
0: Yeah, it's fascinating to me because it seems like such a good idea and you can really get some original uh, thought in, in this process. And in the recreation uh, department head, that's uh, Jeff Coppola? Is that how you say his last name?
2: That's right, Jeff Coppola.
0: Gotcha, okay. So uh, did you base this model on existing recreation programs that you heard about elsewhere? Is there like a, a model program out there that this is uh, based on?
2: No, not really. Uh, this was of our own uh, creation um, and, and invention. Uh, we uh, we did look around for models to follow and uh, didn't really come up with anything. Um, so we thought we'd kind of break some ice.
0: And uh, if I just, let's say I had an idea, and this isn't my idea, but uh, if the Valley Indy Wanted to use this as an example. If we wanted to start a uh, journalism camp for uh, high school kids uh, in Ansonia, you know we're based in Ansonia, we're on Main Street. uh, Basically, I would uh, fill out an application uh, that I could get on the city's website. uh, And there's a take us through like the process. I mean, and then you're looking for original ideas. You're not necessarily looking to bolster just an existing traditional program. You're you're hoping, I guess, for some. Uh, uh, ideas that are some programs that currently aren't happening—is that accurate, or yes and no?
2: Uh, both, actually. So, if, if there's an existing program that can be enhanced or expanded, um, you know, our our objectives are that we want to engage more of the Ansonia community uh, in, in these kinds of activities. So, what whatever opportunity fits that criteria, uh, we're going to be very open to. Um, so and, and there is no application form uh to fill out uh, our our instructions basically provide uh, criteria for what the application needs to address so we want um whoever submits an application you know to think creatively and to meet the the criteria that we've spelled out and to address our our objectives and our concerns and, and do so using their own style um because we're not sure that if we had a, a form uh, with check boxes and, and text boxes that need to be filled out, that that would really give us, you know, the best uh, full 60 view of what the presenter had in mind.
0: Interesting. And uh, so basically it's an email. I mean, you can, I know you have guidelines, you have a PDF you sent, the Valley Indy, uh, you were basically, uh, the, the application process, though it's not a formal application, is through email to uh, Mr. Coppola? Is that basically how it works?
2: Yeah, you know, just write up a document. It could be simply an email, as long as it addresses all of the objectives and requirements um, and and spells out, uh, you know, how the operation would be conducted and and how it would be uh, supervised and managed and and, uh, how the accounting would occur, Um, then, uh, you know, we'll we'll, uh, be glad to consider all applicants.
0: And have you received any applications so far? I, I think the deadline's coming up, March second, to get it in. Is that right?
2: Right. Uh, no applications have been received to date, um, but we have had some inquiries.
0: Okay. And it, it said in uh, in the paperwork you sent over, there's a limited number of five hundred five hundred dollar grants. Uh, the money is that is that like the recre- from the recreation budget, or is it uh, uh, like grant money that you receive that you're leveraging? Uh, to use for this program,
2: it, it's money that's in the recreation budget, and uh, the recreation charter in Ansonia uh, requires that the recreation department uh, create uh, recreation activities uh, for its citizens. So, um, so, so that's what this is really all about: is is using uh, the the very small budget that we have and maximizing the impact of, of that uh, of that nominal budget.
0: And there's a chance that uh, if if I uh, apply and and I am approved, and I guess the notification would come sometime in June. That there there's a chance that the city could uh, throw in some extra money to help out my program uh, as well. Is is that accurate as well? Although I assume it's not a ton of money because we're all we're all hurting for uh, for dollars all over the valley.
2: No, the the budget that we have is all that we have to work with. Uh, so these are these are relatively small grants. Gotcha. Uh, as you said. Yeah, as you said earlier, uh, in limits of up to $500 each. So um, I I know that, you know, uh, that kind of puts a a cap on uh, the the scope of the opportunity. But, um, you know, if if there's an enterprising individual or set of individuals or organization out there that uh, needs a startup uh, kicker or uh, needs to offset or defray some activity costs, some uh, participation costs, You know, this could make the difference to to get that off the ground.
0: Yeah, and you had sent us a little blurb, and and just like there, I guess the the door is, is wide open to the ideas. Uh, and like, yeah, $500 might, be, might not be a ton, but it could definitely get somebody started. And, and the idea is, I guess, to uh, prime the pump of the community's imagination out there in terms of what recreation programs they would want to see. And there were just some random examples, and then none of these are, of, are formal, but a, a yoga class, a chess tournament, plumbing class, uh, things like that. So I, I'm thinking you're going to get uh, a ton of entries once the, once the word uh, gets out. And let me just ask you, because I might have been operating under a false assumption, is this grant program geared only for adults or could a, a children's program or a youth program benefit as well?
2: No, it's open to any uh, um, beneficiary, beneficial, beneficiary, excuse me. That's okay. Gotcha. Uh, youth or adult, but we're really hoping uh, that uh, that we can expand beyond the youth programs that we already support
0: that are established. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, so finally, let's so just go if, over. if
2: the only ideas we get are are for youth programs, then then that's what we'll support. You'll work with um, that. But we're really hoping that we get a, a variety of ideas, things that we haven't even thought of yet.
0: So my uh, application uh, or my email due to Mr. Coppola is due about March second, I think you said. And then, what happens at that point? Who makes who who reviews the uh, the paperwork and and ultimately makes a decision? And when do you expect that decision to be made?
2: Sure. So there's there's a schedule of events that is included in the package. It's it's on the last page of the package, and in that schedule of events, uh, we've predefined um, uh, milestones around which each uh, occurrence needs to happen. So we need these uh, applications submitted by March 2nd, as you said, um, then at that point, uh, we, there's a review process. Uh, we'll call in the respondents to come in and, and present their ideas. Um, we, we will ask questions. We might need to do some follow-up work. Uh, we might ask the applicants to uh, kind of refine some of their proposals. Um, We'll have a second opportunity to review uh, those applications and then we'll assess and evaluate them against each other, uh, try to come to a consensus on which of those programs are the most deserving and which we think can achieve the greatest benefit. And those are the programs that we'll move forward with.
0: And that's uh, sometime in June, I guess?
2: That's right. The money, because we're on a a fiscal year limitation here, Mm -hmm. uh, so we have to make some decisions before the end of the fiscal year and, and set that money aside for uh, for that particular program funding.
0: All right. Well, it sounds exciting. Uh, I hope you get a lot of, of new programs out of this. It's, it's something different. And I want to thank you for having the patience over the last week or so with my constant emails to uh, set up an interview. I really appreciate it.
2: No, I, I appreciate it even more. I, I sincerely appreciate the opportunity to uh, broaden the audience Uh, We were really struggling with how to get the word out, and Mm -hmm. we think that uh, the Valley Indy is is the best tool to do that.
0: All right, we're going to try our best. Mr. Velarde, thank you so much for taking the time today.
2: Thank you.